Blog Talk Radio. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Talk Daytime. Um, it's been a minute since we've been on air, but we still remember how to do this. So we're we're here tonight to talk soap news and gossip because there's so much happening and so much has gone on since our last episode. Um, life is just crazy that we have around, but we have so much to talk about. So Kathy, here we're just gonna get started. So hey, girl, what's up? Hey, um, it's been a few minutes. It has. It's, it has definitely been a while since we've done this. You think we'll be able to do okay? You know what? I think that we're so amazingly talented that we got it under control. So, okay, then I guess we got this. What do you guys to talk about? Okay, so let's start with the elephant in the room. Tomorrow, Tuesday, nine nineteen. Uh, Steve Burton is supposed to come back to General Hospital, so I am behind. I just watched yesterday's episode, or Friday's episode, so any predictions slash theories, and how are you feeling about it? Well, I'm sure there's a lot of rejoicing, but it's not coming from me. Um, That said, I'm sure everyone will enjoy the very last five minutes of the episode tomorrow when he finally shows up. Um, Right. Um. I mean, because let's face it, it's not happening until the very end of the episode. I don't know. Um, GH needs to do something to pick it up. Their ratings are going completely down the toilet. The writing is, eh. I'll, I'll be quite frank. There has not been anything on that show to hold my interest outside of a handful of clips of things. I've quit watching it a long time ago. Um, I've gotten to the point where I was even keeping, I was keeping up with it as much as I could for a little while, you know, even not watching. But now I'm just like, I'm not even interested in that. There's only a couple of storylines on that show that really even sound interesting. Um, anything with Ava interests me. Um, anything with Franco interests me. The rest of it, honestly, mm, I just couldn't care less. And I hate that. I hate that, but I have absolutely no, no use for the Holy Trinity being front and center of the show again. I have absolutely no use for it. And I won't be back, and I'm definitely you throw. I, I I loathe the character of Jason Morgan. You think you're going to throw a two on my screen, and I'm going to be happy about it? <laughs> no, I don't think so. So it, that's definitely not a way to pull me back in. It's just a way to make me roll my eyes, slap out of my head, strain my eyeballs, and then not be able to watch anything for at least half a year. So um, I don't know. I'm sure that for all the people that are Jason fans, congratulations to them. I'm just not one. Okay, so I have a different perspective, but I do agree with you to an extent. So I don't really care that he's coming back. I mean, I'm interested to see how they do it. For those of you listening, if this is your first time, I am one of those people that I just put up with it when it sucks because I am loyal to General Hospital, so I just fast forward through what bores me. I watch it anyway. I just I am addicted, and I can't stop even when it sucks. So that's me. So I've been watching it anyway. Um, there are a few things that... I think are boring. There are a few things that I'm super into, one being the Ava story, like you said, um, and this whole Franco thing. But, um, yeah, I don't care that he's coming back all that much. I mean, that promo is very ominous, whatever. But I like Billy Miller. I don't really like Jason. When I came, when I started watching GH, it was about two weeks before Jason died. So I wasn't really broke up about it. And, um yeah, I just, it's not that exciting to me. I like Billy Miller. I think he does awesome. And, you know, he's been on the show for a few years, so we've grown to know him as his character. 
And now they're bringing someone else back who, I mean, of course, we don't know that it's Jason, but let's be real. It's going to be Jason. It's going to be a tale of two Jasons thing. Billy Miller's probably clinging to his job for dear life. So that kind of sucks because I enjoy his performance. But, um, but do we really think Billy Miller's clinging to his job? for? Because to be honest, half the time the guy feels like he's barely showing up when he's there. I mean, and I'm not – Well, that's I, true. I, and, and, I'm, and I said that as a fan of Billy Miller. I, I actually became a fan of him, even though I don't watch Young and the Restless – the year that he was up for um, for his Emmy for Young and the Restless, I watched those clips and it made me a fan of him because those clips were fire. Um, yeah, I think it was he and Michael Muni where they were acting opposite each other with Delia, the little girl that died or whatever. Yeah. I mean, but but it was extremely powerful, extremely, and he was so present in those scenes and he was fantastic. And I became a fan of his just based off of those scenes, and I was really excited to see him come into GH. Um, Steve Burton's never really done much for me, uh, to be completely frank. It's his method. It's his method of delivery. He just always sounds like a cranky, uh, old lady from New Jersey. Every time he's, uh, you he's know, moody. starts. Yeah. Well, and it just, you know, it, it just doesn't do anything for me. Um, so I wasn't really sad to see him go. I, I don't like the character Jason Morgan, even with Billy Miller playing it. I still don't like the character, but to be honest, it's all just written so schlocky. I mean, that character's had no zero development or moral quandary or anything else for so many years. It's I the same. It's the same thing with Sunny. It's the there is. It's the same garbage in, garbage out. No development. No no accountability for their actions. It, I'm over it. The story's been done and done and redone and redone and done a third time and then done a quadruple zero zillionth time as my kid would say, I just, it, it, it's schlocky, it's old, it's, it's tired. It's, and it's you know what? Tired. I don't blame, I don't blame Billy Miller for that, although it would be nice if he were present. But you got to give somebody some good material if you want them to show up. And yeah. granted, he's paid well, to show up, and he hasn't been doing it very well. But let's face it, the writing for those characters really kind of sucks. It, it just does. Yeah, and I think yeah. that it's so predictable. I mean, I, okay, I prefer him with Kelly Monaco to Steve Burton, just straight up. I I mean, I like them together. I think that they have a good thing. I don't really care for Jason, but I enjoy, like, when an actor takes over a role, even if it's, oh, there's a spider. Sorry. Um, Even if it's mm-hmm. not for the better or whatever you would like to say, I enjoy watching them make that their own, and so, you know, like, his Jason is, like, that's like when Emmy Ryland took over as Lulu, and people were like, well, the old Lulu wouldn't have done that. Like, no, I'm sure she would have, but it would have been different because it wasn't the same actress. So I do enjoy that aspect of it, but it just doesn't excite me that he's coming back. But it is, like, the hot topic of the moment. So I guess we'll see tomorrow in the last 35 seconds of the show because we all know how that goes. Um, remember that Jeannie Francis returned well, in 2013. So, yeah. Well, and, and and don't get me wrong. I mean, there is a huge fan base for Steve Burton, all these Jason fans Absolutely, that are out yeah. there that think that it's only it only works with him and everything like that. That's fine and good for them, and it's just, you know, those however many fans will probably be the only ones watching the show by the time it's all over with. Uh, It's just, just it's tired, it's done. And it's been, not only has it been done, it's been done on this show recently, you know, within the past three years. I mean, it's just, oh, come on. Yeah, and it's been, you know. It took so long to get Billy Miller to where, like, Billy Miller's Jason to where he is now. And so, 
to get him into this position and like really into the character because for a long time it wasn't like like we knew he was Jason but they didn't know that like, whole kind of thing. So it's frustrating that like they're gonna undo that basically. It take it took all that time like to get to that and to, it took almost a year to get to that like reveal or whatever for the characters on screen we already knew. So I'm just put into that happening again. It's just it's it's you know it's too fresh for them to go and undo it in my opinion, but well, we shall the one see. thing I will say is, is I'm, I'm as somebody that, again, that loathes the character of Jason Morgan, I'm always sad to see Sam sucked and mired down in that, into that garbage in that relationship, just because, not because I think Jason and Liz are so much better, because I don't. Funny. I don't think either one of those characters should be paired with that character, because I hate the character. Um, but I I'm yeah. really hope they'll keep they'll keep Liz out of that mess and keep her over in the Franco corner, because they've got a really great thing going on with that pairing. Um, it's one of the few things on that show that I really like right now. Um, and I really kind of hope that they'll keep her completely out of that garbage however they the resolve mess. all this but you tale know of two Jason crap it, so. that's coming uh, I know and I, okay. I, well it's okay I'm not watching it I'm just watching clips so I can avoid it so you know there you go there you go okay so I want to talk about Robert Palmer Watkins I know that's a big thing too and we were under the impression that he was let go from General Hospital but now his I follow him on Snapchat I don't know if you do but he snapped the other day from set and said he's back on set, and we'll just have to see what happens. So I don't really know what's happening or going on with him. He's filming. Well, I saw something he's floated the other day. It... I saw something floated the other day that there's some speculation going on that maybe they're they're what they're doing is just cutting people down from contract players into recurring. Um, yeah, but. What a poor decision on the part of uh, – he was a popular character in a popular pairing. I agree. A, you know, with a legacy character with, you know, uh, you know, background and history that we care about. Here we're going to put on, I don't know, white bread, what's her name, Nell, Nell or whatever her name is, That's that, you know, poor Sabrina Santiago had to die for that. Um, so, right. you know – here we've got her as a contract player on whatever a character with zero history that nobody cares anything about. I mean, seriously, I don't know about your timeline, but anytime I see anything on Twitter, literally like half the episode is no who cares. cares about Nell anytime she's in a scene. And and I'm and I and, think the actress is fantastic. She did a great yeah. job with the anniversary stuff, but again, that character is just so milk toast. It's just just boring. Beyond boring. And she. But then we've it got is. like and a popular she... hot character in a really hot pairing. People love Kiki and Dylan. It's you know it's kind of just cutesy for me. It's like all right, you know. But people love that pairing, and it's you know they're kind of I adorable together. And 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 here we go, and we're gonna we're gonna can half the half the popular pairing that we've got. I don't get it. Well, I don't it. understand what they're it, doing. I don't either. It frustrates me because she cost a bouquet at. Then Olivia's wedding, and he or Haley, Aaron, the actress that plays her. If you don't, if you didn't know, like I mean, I know you know, but I meant listeners. Yes, I know. Um, <laughs> she said, "I didn't want us to come off like smart ass, but okay." So she said um, that that like really disappoints her because she really thought that that was headed somewhere. Even like she was feeling blindsided as a performer because. Here she, they have her cats to bouquet, and they have this whole thing, and it's really cute, and it's a great moment. And even she said, like, I thought something was coming. Like, I was intrigued to see what comes next, and then I, we are just blindsided by this. But I have to wonder, okay, so he said when he was originally, when the news broke originally, that uh, Dylan would appear until October. 
And then the other day he Snapchatted, I think it was a Snapchat, I'm pretty sure, that he um, was filming again. So I'm not. I'm wondering if a the fan retaliation, so to speak, didn't have an influence, or if it was just to kind of get people fired up, maybe kind of thing. I mean, you know, I mean the fans' voices well, speak. Michael Easton got his job I, back in a new character, so I don't think it, I don't think it would have been um, that that they were just saying something that wasn't true to get people fired up. I think it was a legit thing. It could be that maybe the fan reaction they didn't anticipate because I, again, the people that run that show at the moment are so completely tone deaf as to what the public actually wants from that show. Yeah. Um, apparently the only thing they think the public wants from that show is Jason and Sonny and Carly. And Carly's another one well, I'd love to trying... see yanked away from that mess because, because I like that character, but I can't watch her right yeah. now. Um, but, well, I think but, you know, so, that... so they're like, hmm, who, who, you know, we're, we've functionally done with all the corner mains. Let's get rid of this last one here that might actually is a hot young performer with character history that that's what i don't get it's it's soap opera 101 you've got a character that's a legacy character with deep history on the canvas of relationships that have been built around that are already pre-built along with um you know the relationships that have been built in a really popular pairing and that's the person you're going to choose to even moving down moving him to recurring if that was the case and this was all a let's save some money and get some people off contract and on recurring. Why him? He's good. Yeah. He's, man, he's come a long way since he came in. And he was not that bad to start with, but he, he came in and really took and made that made the character of Dylan his own. I and agree. he had some pretty big shoes to fill. Pretty big shoes to fill. Um so well, Scott Clifton wasn't, you know, any lightweight. Um, so it, you know, yeah. but he came in and, and they're, but they're, I don't understand the, the decisions they're making over there. It's like, it's like okay. one, one misfire after another and I don't get it. Well, I can see, so I, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a minute. I can see kind of both sides of this. So from our perspective, we know what we want to see, but we also fans in general, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I know at least the people that I know and see on my social media, um, fans, complain that there's not enough of that classic, and I know air quotes, and you're probably rolling your eyes, that classic GH thing, and that classic GH feeling. And I have to I have to admit, the early 2000s, I wasn't watching back then, but I have since watched, um, the early 2000s, you know, 90s, 2000s, that was great. That was a great era on the show. I mean, it wasn't the 80s, but nothing ever will be. Um, and so I think that they're kind of chasing that with the Jason, Sonny, Carly, that whole mess. They're chasing that vintage GH, vintage, well, I guess not vintage because it's only been like 15 or so years, but they're kind of chasing that and because the way that they see it, like from us as fans, we're like, we want to see classic, you know, we want more of that classic kind of thing. We don't want BS stories. Well, that's the thing, from their though. That's, that's the thing. They're, they're not chasing the best era they could chase, though. I mean, again, the 80s, right. you know, you, nobody's going to have the budget for that. But the strongest era in GH writing history, as far as I'm concerned, was the period in the 90s when you had Claire Levine, who was basically writing that show, uh, Wendy Rich, who was running it as an executive producer. And you had all the stories that are – I mean, you think about now, if you make a top ten list, you throw it out to anybody that's a fan of General Hospital. If you ask them for, say, the top five best stories on GH of all time, you're going to get uh, BJ's Heart, 
is going to be thrown out there. You're going to get Robin and Stan's love story is going to be thrown out there. You're going to get um, probably the revisit for Luke and Laura's rape and, you know, Liz's or, uh, and Liz's rape Day being all tied in that together. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're going to get all that thrown in. That's all from the 90s era right before Fusa turned it into, into the, the Sunny Show. And what we have now, again, I know I'm so biased on this because I loathe Sunny Corinthians, but here's the secret. I didn't always. And to be honest, Maurice Bernard as a performer was not always on my hit list either because I actually started watching Soaps regularly because of him playing um, Nico on All My Children. And it was, you know, so, I mean, I have not always been this critical of him as an actor um, Sonny is a character. Sonny was not a loathsome character. Well, he's always been kind of loathsome, but the thing about it is, is he was always held accountable. The The problem that they're having now on this is they're chasing an era where violence and people who got away with things, terrible, terrible things with no repercussions are being glorified. And nobody wants to see that on a generational family-based show. Nobody wants to watch people... Uh, families that you have watched for 30-odd years um, get destroyed systematically by people who never, ever pay for it. Uh, I saw a clip that GH tweeted out the other day that showed Monica, basically everybody, I saw one or two people getting excited because Monica, quote, dragged Sonny for filth. I'm like, all right, I'll watch this clip for a second. And what it was is that she barely called him on the carpet for killing his children you know, killing her kids. Yeah. And then, um, and then, within the same breath, was practically apologizing to him for, uh, oh, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings by saying that you killed my, you know, my son. I'm sorry. Somebody shot my child in cold blood. There's no way in hell I would be in a room with them and they would still be alive, much less me saying something angry to them and then practically apologizing in the next breath. That yeah, you know, she's and she definitely and they even put reserved. a reserved. I mean, they, they they kind of put a disclaimer in there. Well, I I can't bring myself to tell you I'm sorry, but 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 and then the next phrase was practically I'm sorry. You know, yeah, that's crap. You know, you've got if you if you're going to have any shred of of any type of vulnerability out of that character, if you want that character to be liked and not loathed, you're going to have to have those people basically drag them for filth and them be aware of what they did, why they were wrong, why they did it. And feel guilty as hell about it. You cannot have somebody that is doing terrible, terrible things and expect to be to have them as the center, the moral center of your show. It's ridiculous. And I don't know I where that, that's the Bob Gaza mentality, and that's the era they're chasing. Nobody wants that garbage again. It almost killed the show the first time. And and, and they're they're well, see, steadily and my, tracking back that direction. Yeah, like my whole point was. From their, you know, point of view, they are chasing what they think we should call, like, the classic, you know. Because I will say that the early 2000s, there was a lot of bad stuff, but there was some really good stuff, too. Like, I like the Sunny and Brenda days. I know, unpopular opinion. I like that stuff. I was into that. But I still think that that was, you know, I don't like his character at that point. And even up till now, because you're right, he's completely glorified and does not pay for anything he does. So... I think that they're trying they're trying to give fans, so to speak, what they want by trying to, like, find that classic vibe. But they're looking for the wrong classic vibe. You know, they're they're chasing the wrong vibe. And I am just, I just can't with the fact that Steve Burton's coming back. Like, I'm sorry, I just can't with that. Because 
Remember that time he left GH to go live on a farm somewhere, and then he went to Young and the Restless, and now he's like, surprise, I'm coming back, even though I said I never was. Like, it's just one of those things. It just, I don't know. Well, let's Steve talk- Burton's acting, acting fortunes change whenever the executive producer that's his buddy leaves the show. I mean, basically, he became yeah. disenchanted with, with, with Young and the Restless when Jill Farron Phelps was sent on our way. So, all of a sudden, new EP there somebody that doesn't basically give, you know, give him everything he wants or, you know, give, you know, make him the, the queen bee and boom, Hunter. he's gone. So there's no, no big shock there that that was the case. He did the same thing with Frank the first time around. At some point, Frank, I guess, decided that maybe they need him back. They're doing the let's steal actors game um, for the sake of stealing actors. And I mean, this will be a good ratings move for them. I'm not naive enough to think that um, there aren't, there isn't a fan base for this. You go to the Facebook page, you know, go to the lowest common denominator, and there's your fan base right there. They're all um, people, yeah. you know, you go and look, and out of ten comments, there's one that's negative. So, I mean, there's obviously a fan base for it. Good for them. It, it just won't include me. I hope they enjoy the show. Yeah, okay, so I want to yeah. talk about a couple more, like, a couple positive things. First of all, Nadia Bjorlin had baby number two, so congratulations to her, a little boy. So I just Yay. wanted to say that too. I love babies. I'm so I just I love when someone has a baby. I think it's awesome. So, and can we just say how beautiful those babies will grow up to be? Those babies will grow up to be absolutely stunning, gorgeous. So there you go. Team pool jackpot. Yeah, I've always had a girl crush on Nadia since the Dirty Soap days. I loved that show. I ate that up, even though it was lame. So I have a major girl crush on her. So yeah, and plus we won't even talk about Grant Turnbull because we all know. So anyway. That's the point. Uh, uh, also, hey, Lisa Rinna is coming back to Days of Our Lives. Or has she already? I'm behind, so I don't know. Because I don't watch that show, just to be honest. I only watch Stephen Kayla. And, well, I'm yeah, sure so I don't really know what's back, going It won't on. matter because it, it won't air for another four years. So you're good. Okay. I was just making sure because I know that they're – because this was written. I'm so behind on news. This was written like a month ago. But I don't. Well, I'm thinking they're I'm like both, a. They're, I, I mean, they are on something like a four month production lag. So, like I said, yeah. I mean, even if she's on set at this point, you still won't see it until after Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, because last year, I remember last year, it was like, I don't even know what month. And they had already. It was like August of last year. They were filming New Year's Eve 2017. And yeah, I was like, you yeah, go. absolutely. I mean, I they guess. are. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. They're. I think they're on a four month lag production schedule. It's not like yeah, the is like ahead. two and a half weeks there. But um, their way of saving, their method of saving money is that they they just shoot way far in advance, and then they go dark for like a month. So um, yeah, but What's yeah, the um, and, and, and well, and since we're on the topic of days, can I just bring up Brian Datillo and about how amazing he has been doing lately as Lucas? On that show, have you been watching Days at all? No, I told you. I am so okay. Honestly, I you have got to catch up on the show. I haven't even watched Days. I'm so just. I don't even know. Without getting too much into it, I'll just say that Lucas fell off the wagon, and it's been glorious fallout from it. Um, He is definitely. He's working his acting chops. He basically made a, a. trip around Salem telling everybody why they suck, which is always one of my favorite tropes to see is like, you know, somebody dragging the entire town. They just go from place to place and just randomly drag somebody about something. 
Um, that's always one of yeah. my favorite soap tropes anyway, because you get to hear some people speaking some truth, but he has just been nailing it to the wall. Um, really good work going on there right now. Really good writing. Ron just kind of hit the ground running going over there, and um, I'm really enjoying it. I'm about a week behind on it right now, but I'm about to, as soon as we're wrapping this show up, I'm going in and starting to catch up, because um, um, it's just been so great. It's it's like can't miss TV right now. Well, I get my notes for this for this show from uh, Michael Fairman. I just scroll through the news on there. So also, Rob Scott Wilson is back at Dave's. So that's that's something I guess. Really, I, don't know, I had not heard about that. Yeah. One. Oh, good, crazy yeah. done. Woohoo! So, um, so I wonder also, if he's I wonder if he's going to be the one that will usher um, uh, Will back on canvas. Maybe he didn't really kill Will, or he killed a hallucination, or he killed some type of doppelganger. They've got a couple of those going on right now over there. So it's getting all it's getting all very um, uh, very uh, mid two thousand days ish in in some of the camp that's going on. But you know that's typical Ron too. I know so. it sounds exciting. Okay, yeah, also, it's really, it's really today, light. I read this. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's really a lot of fun right now. You, you, It's the kind of thing you watch the show and you see the actors and you know they're having a blast. You know they're having a blast with what they're doing. And it's always great to see yeah. actors that really love the material that they're playing. And you can tell. I mean, you can just tell they're all having a really good time. And it makes for a really great viewing experience. It makes, I'm sure it makes for a yeah. fun acting experience. And they're all professional enough, you know, to get it done, even if it's not. But you can just tell that they're having a really good time. Um, So it's been great to watch. Well, see, that's always one of the things I've enjoyed about Days, especially with Steve and Kayla and, like, that whole family, you know, that they've got. That they've got. The whole Brady family, the whole clan, you know. That's because you can tell when you watch that they're having fun, especially Mary Beth Evans and Stephen Nichols. Like, you can just watch them and you know that they're close and you know that they're having fun. And that's something that definitely translates, and that's something that I enjoy on days above the other shows for sure. Well, you know they've been they've been dealing with um, tying up the Dina Higley stories. They were dealing with some serious angst uh, for the past couple weeks that I've been watching. Um, yeah. But I think they're about tying that up. It seems that they're really kind of positioning Steve and Kayla into the a tentpole couple in there on that show, which is good. They really need one. Um, but they, you know, and Steve and Kayla more than fit the bill. They're in that position. They're of the age. They could be just the solid tentpole couple that everybody kind of erupts around. Um, they've made some changes. I don't want to spoil you on it in case you do want to catch up, but um, they've made some positive changes that hopefully you're going to get some of the uh, casting the uh, casting decisions that I kind of would have given a side eye to um, squared away. Um, but really right now it's kind of a transition period because you, you're seeing yeah. Ron coming in and having to tie up the Dina Hickley loose ends. His stuff, I think, goes full force um, probably at the end of this month. I think the beginning of October is when it starts purely being Ron's yeah. stuff. So I'm really looking forward to that. His, 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 even him, you can, even when you can see that they're fortunately ending the Dina Hickley stories that were kind of a hot mess, um, you can still see his hand in uh, and the humor that's coming into play where days have just been so droll and boring and just, you know, just kind of dry for so long. Um, you're starting to get a lot of humor in there. There's starting to be an element of camp. Like I said, you can tell the material, even just um, some of the things that they're doing, just the conversational things where you have serious, serious drama, but then they break it up with a little bit of humor um, in the next scene so that, you know, it's not so dire. Um, 
it's definitely the same type of thing that you saw when he came in um, to General Hospital. You can feel that type of shift change happening over at Days, and yeah. it was one that really needed to be there. They needed some levity, um, you know. That they needed some humor oh, added to their levity there. It just was just so drab. Everything um, was heavy. So they're so it's really starting to tighten up over there. I'm really anxious to see what's happening, and I think he is going to be a great fit for Days, um, just because he does have that camp. Uh, you know. I don't know if he'll pull off the fondue mask again, but um, if he did, I would be I would completely enjoy it and love to see that on somebody. But it's it's there's some really it. cool things going on over there, so you should definitely jump back in and and catch up. I will for sure. Okay, so I'm behind on DH, and I'm trying to read this article really quick so I can figure this out. Who is? Oh, okay, just kidding. Got it. Betsy, as in um, you know. Oh, Franco's mom. There you go. Yeah, so she was apparently on an episode, and they had this whole thing going, and I missed it because I'm behind. But, um, yeah, the mother. I'm sure that has everything whatever, to so. do with the with the tale of two Jasons set up and somebody's twin brother and blah, blah, yeah, blah, 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 Well, see, I'd like to watch Please. them explain this to me because they went through this whole shebang to explain to me that he wasn't Jason's twin. And that, I'm feeling personally victimized right now because they went through this whole thing to explain that he's can. Or not Ken Shriner's kid. Oh my gosh, I can't talk today. <laughs> Scotty's kid with Heather, and they went through this whole thing about that, and now they're. It looks like they're about to undo that. I'm like, why did you? I'm feeling like personally and, attacked. Like you drug me through and that. And I really don't want them to undo that because I love that Scott Franklin relationship. Me too. It's so Even though great. I hate Scott I mean, passionately. Roger Howarth and Ken Schreiner okay. play so amazingly together. They've got such great chemistry on screen together. I really don't want to say it's just like the whole stupid thing where they undid Franco as Kiki's dad and made him uh-huh. I don't know who was the inter, who was the interim guy that wasn't Finn and wasn't um, John McVane. Um, I can't even remember his name anymore. Silas. How memorable he was. So Silas, he paid thank 5, you. Five thousand characters. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, that that was so stupid. Kiki is Franco's kid. In my head, in the GH in my head, Kiki is still Franco's kid. And it, it it doesn't care. I don't care what they're what heart garbage they're about to unleash out to make Steve Burton playable on canvas again. Uh, Franco is going to be Scott's kid in my head. That's just, I mean, it's such yep. a great fit. That's such a great chemistry. I, it just would be so stupid. Well, who do doesn't that for fan service? Who doesn't have great chemistry with Roger on screen? I mean, everybody he's in a scene with is That's awesome. That's true. So you know what? I, him, it, it will be great. I'm sure, no matter what, because he's going to be in the scene. So it has to be. I adore him, and I think he's great. So, okay, this is positive. A positive note about General Hospital. I know. Be still your beating heart. Okay. So this is news from today. General Hospital and Shriners Hospital for Children have, like, paired up or what is the word? Partnered up. I don't know what's wrong with me today. And they're doing a story to bring awareness to Shriners, and it's going to be about one of Charlotte's friends having, like, scoliosis or some, you know, some severe case of it. And they go to visit her, and it kind of, like, softens Valentina up a little bit to everyone else and kind of endears him. Which I think is nice because I adore. Um, what is his name? James Patrick Stewart. There we go. So I'm just glad yeah, they're not gonna we'll they're not gonna burn anybody up this year for it. Although you know if they're gonna right. burn somebody up, Spencer was a good kid to do it because man, that kid can act. I um, agree. And it, you know, Nicholas Beckett. He's, he's a great while, time. Okay, the kids are great. But yeah, I mean, I think I want to kill him. I love him. the fact that. 
I love the fact that they do awareness to, you know, that, that they do something every yeah. year to raise awareness. I wish they wouldn't do it as clunky as they usually do it, but you know, Hey, I mean, it still beats the, um, the, all the nurses meeting over at whatever the restaurant was called back then. And, you know, holding up paint cans of, of Campbell's healthy heart soup that yep. was, you know, and practically giving a commercial on screen, you know, the way that they used to do it. Oh or, yeah. And uh, the yogurt, you know, the so, nurses ball. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, and was my favorite one. It was the, I think it was the when they were going through and they were advertising all the movies, and they turn around and practically yeah. like explain the movie trailer to somebody. And you know, so but I do. It was I, so. I do like to so, say it with, yeah. if you're going to commercialize somebody, it's good to see them for a good cause. The Shriners Hospital is an amazing. I cause. agree. The, it's a great facility. Um, they typically do not charge parents to take their kids there. Um, you know, so good for them. Um, good for them having some public awareness, good for them doing something, you know, trying to do some good. Um, definitely a positive note. Um, and you know, you'll have to let me know how it plays out. So I will. Okay. So I have a quick question for you. Um, were you, I know that the, uh, the reboot of Dynasty, I, it's premiering, like, next week. Are, were you a Dynasty fan, and will you be watching the new one? I was never a Dynasty fan. That said, I could probably get on board with this one. Um, I I became I, – I, I was too young to watch Dynasty back then. My parents were very strict. That was not the kind of fair they would let me watch. Uh, by the time – because it was – I was probably in – when Dynasty was airing was the early 80s, I was in, I you know, I was like seven, eight, nine years old when all that was coming on. So my parents were definitely the types that they would not let me watch that. Um, it stayed big, you know, through the late 80s. Um, by the time I got into high school and my parents were okay with me watching that stuff, um, I think Dynasty had more or less moved on. I did fall into Knott's Landing for a little bit um, and watch it. But but I'm on board for watching that kind of stuff. I love me some Empire. I, I like too. my soaps. You know, so I'm I I I will definitely give it a try. Um, if it's available to me, I watch everything streaming, so I have to try to find it when I can. Um, but um, that said, I'm really still sad. I, I was one of those people that always meant to get around watching the Dallas reboot. Never did. I hate it because the ratings apparently, you know, got it pulled off the air. Um, still wish I would have watched it and regretted it. So I think I probably will give Dynasty a whirl just to to help help out and support the show. Um, you know, we we need more soaps. I like my nighttime soaps, you know, so good for them. I, I can't wait to see it. And and, and I, now that well, you brought it on my radar, I'll keep an eye out for it. So I was merely an egg when Dynasty was on. For anyone who doesn't know, I'm 20. just turned 20 a few days ago, by the way. But anyway, um, yeah, so I'm a fetus in comparison. Um, yeah, I wasn't around, but I did. So it was really funny. Dynasty reruns used to be on TV Guide Network every day at, like, 9 until like noon I don't know if they still are but um, when a few years ago I had a car accident and I was laid up for a while because I broke my collarbone so I couldn't really do much so I would literally watch Dynasty and I was staying at my grandparents because I had to sleep in a recliner because I couldn't stay here or I couldn't we didn't have one here so that's what I would do I'd go to my grandparents and I would lay in the recliner and watch Dynasty for hours at a time. And the reason I started, like, they started when they decided that they were going to show it on you. They started from the beginning, and they went in order, which was nice. And I knew that Emma Samus was on Dynasty, and I'm a huge Emma Samus fan. I love Holly. So um, I had to watch it, of course. So I don't I don't think I ever made it. I only made it to a couple episodes she was on. But I did watch it, and it was on for a couple hours a day. So I'm interested in the reboot because I was into that. And my grandparents thought it was Oh, weird. they had... 
I'm some of the hottest, preppiest-looking boys. Some of the hottest, preppiest-looking oh, boys agree. in the 80s were on that show. There were some really, really good eye candy on that show. But, it, yeah, it was it was just something I never never watched, you know. Um, so I'm really, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm down for it. Um, I, you know, I'll have to give it a look. We'll have to uh, watch the first couple episodes and, and bring it back as a topic discussion. We can talk oh, some prime time a little bit. Yes, and also, really quick in the prime time, I don't want to get too into the Emmys last night because we'll be here the rest of the day and we don't have that kind of time. But um, I just read on here, I'm on the um, Michael Fairman's website. Shout out to him for keeping me updated. Um, so Sterling K. Brown won for This Is Us last night. Now, I don't watch that show because just it seems too much for me. But I watched Army Wives, and he played Roland on Army Wives, and I adored him. So I, that's awesome for him. And, like, congrats to that all the winners last night, but especially him because I, I love him. Um, and also, what was I going to tell you? Shoot. Oh, if anyone's interested, I picked up a copy of Agnes Nixon's book, so I'm going to read it, and we can talk about it on the show if that's something that people want to hear because I'm really interested in what she wrote. So. That's oh, yeah. I, I'll have to – I I have to get a copy of that too. I can't wait to read that. That's um I read I, I've read a couple of uh soap books in the past. Um the last one I read was uh Jeannie Cooper's book. Um it, which was really kind of hilarious. Um she had all kinds of, I mean she basically just told all in hers and and pretty much unapologetically too. Um including her having an affair with somebody like like 30 years younger than herself, uh, you know, one of our young co-stars. Or whatever. So, yeah, I was all like, you go, girl. <laughs> but, um, I know, right? Yeah, so, but Agnes Nixon, I mean, I can talk about one of the greats. I mean, she she was the one that made soaps politically relevant. She is the one that brought, I mean, you know, all these storylines that basically people were afraid to touch, and it was all people playing house, and it was, you know, the housewife staying home, and the man went to go be a doctor or a yeah. lawyer or something like that. And then we had Agnes Nixon onto the scene, bringing in interracial couples, bringing in abortion storylines, bringing in people refusing to go to the Vietnam War. I mean, all of these socially relevant issues, all the way from you know practically till practically her death. You know, she had a big a big hand in what was going on with the All My Children reboot, and here we had a, a you know another. A relevant, socially relevant storyline going on in there um, with human trafficking, and you know, I mean, she is just definitely one of the greats. Uh, I would imagine that reading her book is probably going to be just an amazing experience, and I think I'm going to have to copy you and jump onto that bandwagon, and, and yeah. then we'll really have something to talk well, about. Well, I, I actually, somebody gifted it to me. It was like a PR kind of thing from a friend, so. Um, I'm really interested in reading it. The co- for anybody who would like to join us, maybe we could all read together. It's called My Life to Live, and the cover, I think this is awesome, says How I Became the Queen of Soaps When Men Ruled the Airwaves. And the foreword is written by Carol Burnett. So that'll definitely oh, be awesome. Read. I'll wait till you get yours before I start. We'll do it together. But, um, yeah, we only have a few more minutes on air. I did want to mention, oh, Jeffrey Vincent Priest, I just saw this scrolling, um, is going to appear in, in the new season of Supernatural, and I think he's awesome. And I Ooh, like Carlos. Hottie. I'm still pissed. Yeah, he is hot. And I'm still pissed that Carlos died. So, you know what? I'm ready for this. Good for him. You go. You move on. Um, and also, Good for him, Good for, him for getting a, a nice big primetime break like that, too. Although, even though Supernatural yeah. is ending their ending their show this you know at the end of their season but uh, but good for him and and hopefully he'll spring boy something else he's a great actor 
he's got the look, he's got the vibe. Uh, he definitely deserves to go far. So hopefully this will springboard yeah. into something even bigger for him. He's one of those actors that you can just tell he's very comfortable with what he's doing, and I like that, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And also, uh, okay, I don't want to say the name wrong, so if I do, I'm sorry, but um, on September 12th, uh, Mark, is that is his name Lamura? Is that how you say it? From All My Children Passed Away, so condolences to his family and friends and everyone that knew him. I didn't watch All My Children, so I don't know who he is, but I saw that he passed, so... Mm, sorry to hear that. I can't say that yeah, I'm familiar with who he played. So let me look at. Hang on. I mean, he I did watch all my Mark? children, but it was. But there were decades between Dalton. the years that I watched. Oh, yeah. okay. That was a I little bit know. before my time. Yeah, 1976 until 2005, or 1976 when he first came on, and then 2005 he made his last appearance on the show guest appearance so I guess he retired kind of and over the years made a few appearances the same way that we have like Rob and Matson on General Hospital sporadically yeah probably 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 in and out because I don't ever remember him during the years I watched pretty actively between say like 88 and 92 or 93 and and I don't recall him being on then so probably was just in and out here and there but no I hate to hear that um that that's it says he a loss for a lot of my children family. Yeah, it says that he was Erica Kane's on screen half brother. So Yes. There you go. But so yeah, I, I don't know though. I wasn't even born. So but yes, of course, um that's a loss for the the all the all my children fans that did know him. So, um, okay, I think that we have covered everything that's going on. Is there anything that you want to talk about really quick? We have five more minutes that I have left out. No, I'm just going to reiterate, start watching Days again. It's great. Um, I think I might be starting to pick up uh, Bold and Beautiful again, just because um, I've got the extra time since I'm not watching GH. And from what I hear, they've got some really cool things going on over there, kind of off and on, hit or miss. Um, you know, who knows? It might be a good time for me to pick up Young and the Restless. I, I watched for like maybe 10 minutes back in the late 80s and, and never watched after that. So I don't know, but... Um, yeah, pick up something new. Try something new. Watch days full time and For not sure. just Kayla. <laughs> I will. I just, you won't be I sorry. Swear, I'm so behind on all TV. I need to start watching it. Also, okay, you said bold, so I'm going to mention this because this guy is super attractive. I don't even, I've never heard of him, but um, Days of Our Lives alum, Francisco San Martin, back on daytime this t- and this time as the bold and the beautiful playing the role of his, his character's name is going to be Mateo. He is really cute. I will send you a picture. <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, I'm a fan. So, yeah. Well, oh, see, that's yet another played, reason I should start watching Bold again. Yeah, it says that he played uh, – oh, I don't know how to sh- – shoot. Sorry, I don't know how to say the word. But, anyway, I can't think of the word. But he was on Jane the Virgin and had a thing with her on that show. And I have watched a few episodes of that show, but it's kind of dumb. I thought it would be funny, but it sucks. <laughs> so I don't know who he is. It's so stupid. Doctors don't accidentally artificially inseminate. That just it's it's mind blowingly stupid. So sorry if you're a fan, but I think it sucks. <laughs> I haven't ever seen it, but I've actually heard really good things about it though, so I'm kinda of disappointed in that. Maybe but it's okay. It'll further, be it'll... Maybe you have to get further than I did, but I watched the first six or so and I just think it's like very it's just so campy and like cutesy and it's like oh man like it's uh, so well, cheesy what was the big what was the big it. show that everybody was that was on NBC that everybody was so into last season um this is us 
This is us. Yes, I, I thought I watched the first episode of that. Thought it was the biggest schlock fest, drug fest I had ever I seen agree. in my life. I never watched it again. And and like but everybody either. I know just is you know I'll tell them that and they're like oh like I've just you know smacked their baby. I know. In the face. Uh, so so I, I don't know. know. I, I mean you too. know people like what they like and people don't like what they don't like. You know everybody That's everybody each their own. You're allowed to like what you like. You're allowed to like what you don't like or dislike what you don't like. Not all TV was created equally. There so, you go. Okay, with with that, um, you guys can find us on Twitter at talk underscore daytime. I'm at Emily C zero nine one five. Kathy is at so much whatever. If I ever change my handle, I'd be lost in life because I've had it for like eight years. Um, we only have a minute <laughs> left, so is there anything you want to say other than watch days? <laughs> Watch days. Um, no, just um, yeah. We'll have to. I'll have to get that Agnes Nixon book, and we'll get going. And you can pick up Jeannie Cooper when you're done, because she was really great. And yeah. um, then we can y'all, get you can go to Harding Lemay after that for another world. Yeah, y'all come hang out on the Twitter. We will on the Twitter on our Twitter. I meant pick up this book, and we'll all read it together. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll have a, a virtual book club, I guess, and we can talk about it on the show. But I'm gonna wait till you pick yours up. So, thanks for listening, all and right. thanks for being patient while we take a million vacations or breaks. We we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye, guys.